I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at I Got the Hell Out.com. Hi, guys. Hi, it's Laura. And Deb, and it's another episode of, of I Got the Hell Out. Wow, it's. Uh... <laughs> It's Sunday. It's Sunday, about what, 1.30? Uh, 1.45. 1.45, I was close. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, I have a Kool-Aid recipe. Right off the bat, right go off, for it. Well, I usually forget it. I mean, the episodes that were halfway through, and I go, holy shit, we didn't give a Kool-Aid recipe, and I just blurt it out of nowhere. Okay, blurt it out now. Well, see, this is um, actually came to us from Melissa, um, gave us the Kool-Aid recipe first. But it didn't Oh, that's show. the one that didn't go through, right? Right. But Catherine Kay found the Kulikal recipe. Okay. Um, and all you need is a jar of pickles. Uh, oh. Supposedly they're good. We'll have to make these. Take them to a potluck. Oh, God. Could you imagine? I don't know. It just kind of reminds me of when Heinz Ketchup started making the colored ketchup purples and greens. and. Right. But at least from I couldn't what bring I myself heard, to eat it. Yeah. It was nasty. But this is like Kool-Aid flavored pickles? Yeah, well, you, you drain the brine. Okay. Well, you take the pickles out of the jar. Okay. And then you mix the Kool-Aid in with um, with the brine and the sugar. Oh, so you're mixing with the pickle juice. Yeah, the brine. Oh. And then you put the pickles back in, and it, it helps if you cut them into quarters. Okay. Okay. And you have to let them set for five to seven days for the flavor to fully engulf the pickle. Now, what flavor are we talking about? Yeah, any flavor you want. The one in the video. Ooh, look, she's faces she's making. Ugh. Exactly. <laughs> they did grape and cherry. Ooh, look, he's spitting it out going, nope, nope. See? I told you. Approved. Hey, if anybody tries this, let us know. If anyone is brave enough I'm gonna, or drunk enough I'm or gonna, drunk enough to I'm try gonna this. I'm going to make you some. Ew. Why? If you, okay, if you make them, I'll try it. What flavor would you like? I don't care. Surprise me. Okay. Like it really matters what flavor. Well, do you want a watermelon flavored pickle? Sure. Okay. <laughs> no, if you make them, I will try them. Okay. Um, Chris S. Uh, sends us a, a funny for today. Okay. Um, it's No Bra Sunday, a.k.a. the Sagath. A day <laughs> of rest for your breasts. Amen and hallelujah. <laughs> The Sagath. The Sagath, I'm guessing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what else do I have for us? Uh, my, my son gave us a little funny, too. Okay. Okay. Um, this goes out to Tom. I, I thought of you, Tom, when I... Jesse. Anyway, um, the Bible says it's fine to be gay as long as you're high. Leviticus 20.13. A man who lays with another man should be stoned. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> okay. Um, Thank I, you for that interpretation. That was from my son, Cult Baby. Cult Baby. Cult Baby. Thank you, Jesse. Um, yeah. And I, I have to look, look, what's in my hand? What do I have in my hand? Things you're going to mail out. Yes, I did this. And, and, and Debbie, Catherine, Diane, and Leanne. Okay. Here you're are some prizes. Well, the post office wasn't open yesterday. So. Remember? I threw you under the bus. Yeah, oh, I remember that. <laughs> oh, I dropped one. And we have ex-members coming out of the woodwork. People are spreading the word. I like nice. it. I like it. Um, Tom, he's since moved from that state. He only lives about three hours from us. Mm -hmm. um, he wants to tell his funny escape story. Oh God! He said oh, they, that would be great. He said they never saw it coming, so I can't wait. And you don't? It. Oh, you don't know what it is? No, I didn't. Oh. No, we've just been texting back and forth. Like I said, he's about three hours away. Um, 
yeah, I'm still technologically inept and can't do phone interviews yet. When we get done, we're going to call your mom or my mom or somebody. Okay. And we're going to try recording just on speakerphone. As the... Oh, we'll do that. I think my mom's home. Okay. Well, we'll do that. Hi, moms. Hey, moms. Hey, moms. I'd uh, like to say hi to Beniva, Melody, and Zebulon. Hey. Oh, yep. Welcome aboard, guys. And um, uh, anyway... You got to redo your post because you used acronym letters and we can't do that. Oh, I think I saw which one you're talking about. Yes, you did. And I would like to say sorry about our shitty audio at the four minute mark last week. (laughs) With the stuttering? It's not stuttering. It's just like it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes. Like it's a robot. Oh, that was good. Like a robot. That was pretty good. They're going to think it happened again. No, but then it got this funny crackly sound and we don't actually touch anything guys and we don't know what's causing it so we can't fix it nope i don't even kick the stool anymore nope 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 nope. no we sit here kind of frozen yeah unless we're reaching for coffee or something and i'd like to give congrats to georgia b for what she's our 1000th facebook member yeah we 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 cracked a thousand how did we crack a thousand oh my gosh i have no idea you guys continue to amaze me. Keep sending your stuff, your posts, your questions, your memes, your whatever, you name it. And I'm sad to say that our undercover agent checked in again this week. Uh-huh. There are no breaking prophecy stuffs. How can that be? How do they have people still following this? I mean, I'm I on thought edge. everything. I thought everything was like Earth-shattering, news-breaking. You would think. Well, I thought maybe it was because they had the feast and they were dressing right. everybody. You know, but they got people who can't get out of their countries. They got people in jail that probably listen. I, but now... There's got to be some earth-shattering news. I don't know, but remember I told you I found that whole pile of newspapers? Yes. And did you see, there? there's what, at least 10 or 12 of them down there. Mm-hmm. And it's all front-page news. Oh, yeah, it's insane. It's not buried somewhere in the middle of a section. It's literally on the front page. I wish I had the one of him in his orange jumpsuit. Oh, God, the pimp suit. The pimp suit, yeah. And and they were all in solidarity with him, that feast, and everybody wore orange. They they wore prison orange. God, praise the pimp. (laughs) I'm telling you, the, the, the feast that they all wore gold because they were perfected. Oh, Lord. Um... Yeah, it's mustard yellow because you can't really make linen gold and everything had to be linen. Okay, in my mind, it's metallic gold. Like saran, like not saran, like tinfoil, but gold. In my mind, that's what I'm envisioning. Like gold lame. Well, no, it's mustard pimp yellow. (laughs) Did I post that picture and block his face out? Oh, you're asking me like I know. You know nothing. You know nothing. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to Satan's sisters. Um, they came out and partied after work with me last Sunday. And I went to sleep. Yeah, you went to sleep. You, you wouldn't be caught dead with us. Hey, it was way past my bedtime, girlfriend. But, I'm sorry. Now listen, we met five of them at the pierogi fest. Right. Three of them made it to my bar and it was a good time guys. And we went to, well, not the, they met me where I worked. Then we went over to where I usually hang out. And let me tell you, Kate, Val, and Sarah, you will always be a legend at the inn. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. You're always welcome to come back and Hey, and start it earlier so I can join you. Okay. Come on, I'm old. You got to start this shit like at 2 in the afternoon. You're old. Why well, I had to go work. I, I can't go into work <laughs> shit-faced. Well, I probably could, but I don't want to. Okay. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice. When do you start imbibing? See? I told you they got me day drinking on, on St. Patrick's Day. That was fun. Yep. But then again, I was sleeping by 10 nights. See? That's how it happens. Okay. Well, we're going to move on to pending posts here. What do you have? Uh, Remember Ancher, who was in the car wreck? Yes. She got her a new car. It's a Prius. Nice. And she named her car after me. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I, I don't even know what the word is. Honored. That's awesome. Shocked. I I love it. I, I think honored it. is the word. Yeah. We're going to approve that. Oh, that is so cool. 
Yeah, and, and Zebulon, you just, you, you got to get the acronym out there, so I got to delete that, buddy. I'm sorry. Um, there is a thread going, though, um, where everybody seems to be, he, he wanted to know how many ex-members were now in the Facebook group. Oh, okay. Guys, listeners, there's a shit ton of ex-members in there. All I ask is to be respectful. Um, some of them don't want to be known as ex-members. Some of them just come right out and go, hey, I'm an ex-member. Ask me anything you want. Or they'll post something, you know, about being there. Um, somebody posted about they can't believe that they've been out for 20 years and it still affects them. And, of course, when you've lived through a nightmare, it's it's going to become part of you. And at least for me, it made me who I am today. And I wouldn't have... The friends and the people and the people I, I still consider brothers and sisters because you can't go through something without forming a kinship. I Makes sense? Yep. Makes total sense. Yeah. And let's see. Um, Marissa N., she gave us a bunch of stuff. Um, the one cent. Oh, Lord. And we are the donkeys, okay? I, well, there, I got another word, a synonym for donkey, but yeah. Anyway, sweetheart, I can't, I can't post these, but I figured I'd just show them to Laura. And I don't understand this one. Sherry's first feast, sixth day of Noah, 2018. If any ex-members can explain this to me. And there's like, it's the hands are cupped. And there's like a little person in each hand? One is an elder. It's not little man. And the other one is a woman. Like, I know that much. So I don't know who Sherry is and why it's her first. <gasps> Did your friend go and infiltrate without us? My friend Sherry. Yeah. Yeah, she went in. She didn't tell us. Sherry, Sherry, Sherry. And Elizabeth, I'm stealing your meme. I'm sorry. Which one? The one that says, I'm not like other girls. I'm Satan. <laughs> I had to steal it. Um, Kathy F, she listened to last week's episode and she writes in and says, today's episode, wow, I'm paraphrasing, but you've not run until you run for your life. She says, I'm so sorry you had to go through all of that. That is an intense story. Question, in the UK, there are women's refuges where you can go if you're fleeing domestic violence. There are ones for men too, though not they're much less. I guess they're they don't have as right, many. right. Um, she asks, "Is that a thing in the USA? And is there anything like that near where the cult has their settlement?" Good question, Kathy. Um, yeah, U.S. has um, a lot of programs and things for women, but sadly, a lot of women won't or can't take advantage of these shelters. I don't know of a single one that will let you bring an animal. You're so, unless it's a seeing eye dog. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of these women, that's their only companion that keeps them sane. Or maybe he kicks the dog. And you don't want to leave that poor dog there. And you, uh, you can't leave the dog there. And... and Everybody's well, plus animals, a lot of times, most of the times, are family members. Yes. They're not pets. They're family members. Oh, my little choo-choo's my, she's my little baby. See? She's my fur baby. See? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So, it, it is kind of hard. It just depends on your situation. And where the cult is, um, they have the Salvation Army. But the Salvation Army... Eh, Again, you have to, it, it, I don't even know how to explain it. You are still in that city where the cult is. You would still be harassed. They're going to know where you are. There are places for women and men to go. It just, it's hard sometimes. Anything to add to that, Laura? No. No, I. It's it, hard it's, to it's, ask for help. It, it, and like you were saying, a lot of times it's easier said than done. For whatever reason, you you can't leave. Exactly, and I I can't wait. I love hearing people's stories about how what the final straw was when they left, and you know my one friend. It's heartbreaking. She left with a bag of clothes, and and, and they wouldn't give her a ride to the bus station. That I can't even imagine. 
That is, that's so horrible. <sighs> I, rules and regulations. Oh my God. But to not even say, well, we can't help you, but, you know, this group can, or this person can. Not just kind of like, eh, tough shit. Um, well, that's what she got. That's what she got. Jeez. Let's see what else we got here. That one's waiting, that one's waiting, that one's waiting. Um, this is just an article from Shayna A. Um, people raised in cults reveal when they knew something was wrong. Ooh. So, there you go. That's a link to the article? That's a link to nice. the article. Um, Zainab, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, they write in saying, I'm trying to catch up, so I did not listen to all episodes out there. I would like to know how life outside of that little town works. Are there any ex-members that got out who were not living there? Um, I always am amazed when people get out of the cult and they stay in that town. Uh, a lot of it is because people sometimes have nowhere to go back to. You sell everything. I mean, Kenny's dad had like, I think 12 acres in Frog Hollow, New York. And a nice house, and his wife had stuff, and they sold it all to go there. So now wow. you, and then however long you spend there, you lose track of neighbors, friends, phone numbers change, people move. Mm -hmm. I mean, the internet's great in trying to reconnect with people, but sometimes you just can't. And a lot of times it's monetary. You can't afford to leave that town because the cult has sucked you dry. Just completely dry. I spent five years trapped there because, uh, yeah. Somebody had it written into my divorce decree that I couldn't leave that county and that state without Kenny's written permission. Or I'd lose immediate custody and all rights to my children and a whole bunch of bullshit. But, um, yeah, but then, you know, karma's a bitch. Cause, yeah, it is. Yeah, Kenny took me to court for something else because I guess he figured, you know, he'd just stay broke. Wouldn't you want the mother of your children to have some money sure. so your kids don't No, have suffer. her go broke. Have her go broke. Make life miserable. No. I, and it was $1,500 every time I had to go to court. And he was living, well, he was working in Oklahoma and only came home once a month. Of course, you know, to go to the cult and pay his tithes and worship and all that good stuff. And for almost a year, he didn't pay child support because he wasn't seeing his kids. Oh, my God. That's a good reason, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. I have a notebook of every Thursday and every other weekend, you know, we would exchange children in the police department parking lot. And I would wait until 6.30. And do you know what a pain in the ass it is to have two small children sit from 5 to 6 until 6.30? No. I, in impossible. the car. Impossible. And then to go into the police department and have the officer on duty sign and date your notebook that you were here. I'm on video. You know, the parking right. lot's under video. So I got proof that you haven't been here I, i've been here to get your kids right mm -hmm. so dumbass decides he's going to take me to court again because i'm not letting him see his children well i'm pretty pissed off and fed up at this point and i asked my attorney i'm like is there anything that i can do about this she's like well we can counter sue and i'm like well maybe that isn't the right word but we can counter he's saying right. and and so, I asked for the right to be able to leave the state. And it was so, so satisfying when uh, Kenny, you know, was, attorney was making objections about me being able to move. And the judge looked right at Kenny and said, you know, Mr. Cult member, why should your ex-wife be forced to live in this state when you've been up in Oklahoma for a year? So I was granted the right to leave. That was just like so freaking satisfying. Did you like jump up and down? No, because I bought my flea market three months before that. Oh, that's right. And that was my only thought when I'm handing over all this oh, cash shit. was, you watch, 
I'll be able to leave somehow and I won't be able to. And I, I ended up staying until they took that away too. The cult did? No, no who my, did? My, my landlord sold the entire block. Oh, okay. I lost two businesses in my apartment. So. Oh, that sucks. Well, that's Aww. all right. It gave me a boot in the ass to get the hell back up here. I could have went anywhere. And look, yesterday it was 70 freaking degrees. And today we had snow flurries. It's snowing. I'm looking out your window right now and it's flurrying. How does that happen? Oh, that's right. We're in Weather in Pittsburgh is bipolar. Did you forget? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I hope that answered your question there, Zainab. And uh, I, I don't know if this one's a parody or not. But um, just a little article from Marissa. When it comes to internet porn, the Bible Belt craves it the most. Doesn't surprise me. Well, the Does not surprise well, me. Well, the Bible Belt and all the studies, you know, most porn, most underage pregnancy, mm-hmm. under, you know, teenagers. Teenagers, right. Drugs, a whole thing. Anyway. No, my whole... The way I'm thinking about it is the more upright and better than thou you act like you are the more shit you're hiding i know somebody texted me the one day about how about judgmental people and they think about you all the time about coming out of church and everybody's in a road rage to get out of the parking lot you got that right meanwhile you were just all love your neighbor Mm -hmm. (laughs) let me hug you and give you the handshake and feel the love in the room and next thing oh yeah there's been times i've been at church and these people they will mow you down to get out. To get out. Well, that's, oh, yeah. Well, that's because they did their duty. And it's like, I swear to God, the organ's still playing in church. And they're like ready to just run you over. Really? Oh, I kid you not. <laughs> I've been to church in a long time. you got to stand in the parking lot and see this. It's insane. It is worse than after like a Steeler game or something. Well, there was a couple of churches around here that their parking lots, I guess, won't accommodate their parishioners. So they have these big, long lines drawn. And they park one right after the other. And you better, I guess, get your ass out there after services if you're the first car in line. Because nobody behind you can leave until that first car, second car. Because it it holds a line of like 20 cars. Oh my gosh. So can you imagine the person in front of you is, you know, jibber jabbering. Oh yeah. With Miss Crenshaw over there (laughs) trying to get her cookie recipe. And you're going, the Steeler game's on. (laughs) Like nudging that car in front of you, like lightly tapping it. I think you people need to get back in that church and, you know. Just saying. Learn learn a little bit there. Learn a little bit. Just saying. Now, Sarah C., she had a um, question for us. Okay. And she says, so as a moderately observant Jew, I was really confused by what you meant when you said that you ate a big meal after the Sabbath and then slept until sundown and was wondering if you could clarify that. Um, well, Sarah, just like you, we had prep day on Friday because Friday night at sundown, it magically became the Sabbath and you could do no work. You couldn't cook any food. Um, for us, we weren't allowed to do anything that didn't involve God. Well, I told you, uh, we got to find that trivial pursuit game that the cult put out. That would be amazing. It's Bible trivia from the cult. So um, we would go to services the next morning um, because the Sabbath starts Friday night. Saturday morning, you go to services. And when services is over, that's when you run out the door and try and mow people down in the parking lot so that you can get to wherever you're having your Sabbath, Sabbath feast with people. And I guess I hung out with the cool kids. We were all, I I don't know. But there was like 15 or 20 of us. And every week it would be at somebody else's house. And we would all bring our pre-made food because you couldn't cook anything. That's where I learned to eat guacamole. Do you know I never ate guacamole because it was green and mushy looking? I still don't eat it. Oh my gosh, is it good? Uh, I think I'm like one of the very few people that refuses to eat that. Somebody had homemade wine the one day after Sabbath, and I was imbibing a little more on that than I should have because there was no beer there, okay? (laughs) And I had a buzz going, and well, I 
tried the guacamole and that was some good shit. Have you ever eaten it? I think I've tried it, but like that and avocados just, mm-mm. I know. I, I, can, I know. I'm, I'm in a minority with that. I, I that. couldn't believe I spent 26 or 27 years not eating guacamole because it was mushy and green. That's the one thing that I've tasted that went... Anyway, we would go to our friend's house, or they would come to our house, and we would all just have a big potluck with, you know, four, five, six different families, whether it's just a couple or all their kids or a man and his two wives. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we'd all chow down. Everybody would clean up without working, because you can't work. Okay, so it's like a half-assed clean up I, I don't know you just go with the flow okay and then after everybody leaves you put your food away and then you take a nap because there's absolutely nothing to do until the sun goes down unless you want to read your scripture book unless you want to listen to a sermon unless you want to watch a sermon oh unless you want to talk to your friend about a sermon I, no, go take that nap. You could teach your children about last week's sermon or what you just heard in services today. No. I used to hate Kenny on Day of Atonement. Oh that was the Lord. shittiest day ever. And I know I told you that you can't have nothing to eat. The bastard would sleep like from sundown until services. He'd go through services and go home and sleep until sundown again. And here's me with little kids. Why the hell I didn't eat with and not give sleeping. a shit? Yeah. Right. I don't know. But I drank water in the bathroom. There you are. I broke the rules. I can't believe there's not even a lot. Like, water's not allowed. You can't even take... You're not even supposed to take medication. My one friend would get caffeine headaches from not... Right. But, yeah. Um, Sarah, our, our Sabbath is pretty much like yours. Um, she goes on to say that they have a Shabbat meal that has a special name to it. And um, she says, Shabbat is the lazy day and we have huge meals, hang out with friends, play board games. No writing, though. You're not allowed to write. Don't ask oh, me Oh, that's why. interesting. So I guess you can't play Scrabble. And if you play something that you have to keep score, you got to do it in your head. Don't cheat, though. It's the Sabbath. I don't know. I'm you guessing. don't want to cheat on Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> what? She also says you could you go to services, read books, and take a really long ass nap. So I guess like the key thing is here here is like long ass naps. That's because it makes the time go by Master. because the Sabbath is a pain in the ass. Remember we had an episode titled that. We did. Yeah, that's right. And for women, the Sabbath really is a pain in the ass. <clears throat> Especially if you have small children. All right. What do you have for us? We have an article from those newspapers that you found. Oh my gosh, I was so totally looking for something else. And I went into this trunk that I have that holds like stuff from like when I was a kid. And I guess I thought, because we were told not to buy these newspapers, not to read them, anything, okay? And my friend would save them for me while I was still in the cult. And then when I got out, of course, you know, hey, we made the news again, so I just go buy a newspaper. So there has to be like 10 or 12 of these downstairs. What's, what, a, what's this one dated? Um, or, um, oh, crap. It's Oh, 1996. This one was one that somebody then got for me. While you were still there. Yeah, because 96 was... Uh, Gee, I'd only been in there for three years. Oh, wow. So you were you were living the dream. I, I had seven more years of hell to go after this article. <laughs> so what's it say? The title is, Cult Watcher Says Little Man is Dangerous. No way. Yeah. Who's, this is, who's watching the cult? Well, we'll get into that. Okay. This is from Richard Horn and Loretta Fulton, who are staff writers. You know, Loretta writes a lot of these articles. Does she? She I does. I can't believe you know that. Well, in all actuality, when my mother was looking into this and all the creepiness, mm -hmm. um, I think that's the woman that my mom was corresponding with. Um, oh, wow. She sent my mom shitloads of stuff. So. All right, Loretta. Thank you.
Alrighty. Little man is, quote, dangerous and, quote, delusional. No. A cult leader whose ultimate goal appears to be taking his flock to Israel, where members will become his indentured servants, a cult watch researcher says. Well, see, I didn't know I was going to become a slave, but yeah. Keep going. Okay. Uh, The founder and leader of the cult is the subject of a lengthy profile by Watchman Fellowship, a national Christian organization that studies cults. Philip Arne, the researcher who wrote the profile, calls Little Man a sociopath. Really? He does. With views comparable to some of those espoused by Branch Davidian leader David Koresh, and he says there's little local law enforcement can do. We all know that. Yeah, that's a given. Well, you do know Little Man started out his career as a cop. Keep going. (laughs) These kinds of guys, they can get pretty violent if they start getting... Some serious law enfor- some serious law enforcement attention, especially if the feds start squeezing him, says Arn. No squeezing from the feds. <laughs> no little man squeezing. <laughs> the cult has drawn increased attention in the past months following a deep rift in the sect, caused as excommunicants say, by little man's polygamy, increasingly bizarre teachings that members much must change their last names to his and his association with members who are tied to violent militia groups, including his own security force, reportedly made up of ex-Special Forces soldiers. Yes. Look at your face. Like, none of this shocks you. You're just like, yep. I I lived it. It was living the dream, baby. Living the dream. Little Man himself has repeatedly refused media interviews. Those few members who are contacted issue blanket denials, but refer most questions to Little Man himself. Of course. You You don't want to say the wrong thing and anger him. Oh, yes. Yeah, then he'll be like scurrying to have to clean up that mess. Or they'll excommunicate you and say, you know, that, 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 that you don't know what you're talking about. Because see, every ex-member, we're all um, disgruntled. Oh, you said that. That's every right. one of us. Hmm. Can't be the fact that maybe, you know, the cult is the real problem. Keep reading. <laughs> Arn has been following the sect for some time, interviewing past members, and is working with people from around the country who have loved ones tied up with the cult. The large majority of the several hundred of followers, Arn says, are just average people who are drawn to basic sab- sabbatarian issues, much, much of which today is based on Little Man's early pre-1991 writings. The, the writings changed over the years. Oh, okay. To fit. To fit what he's trying to preach. Okay. But several excommunicated elders and members say Little Man's teachings have veered dramatically in recent years, and he has associated himself with violent members of constitutionalist movements, such as a group known as, we'll call it the Well, they're, 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 they've got an actual name, and they're being looked at by other groups. So we're not going to say the name that they were associated with. We're just going to call them the posse. Okay. Ah, let's see here. Arn is working to verify some of these rumors, including large amounts of weapons and ammunition buried on the premises. Here we go, back to behind my trailer. He has also read extensive writings of Little Man and compared them to those of Koresh's on 12 major points. In the wake of the 1993 Branch Davidian tragedy in Waco, Militant anti-government groups began more closely aligning themselves with religious sects. Little Man, former members have said, viewed Koresh as a victim and saw the Waco event as a precursor of what the government will do to him. Yes. Little Man had buried weapons moved after the Waco incident, former members said. (laughs) It always floors me when you read something that you were there that I said. And I, 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 anyway, <laughs> you're like ready to jump off the chair. That was, that was shit behind my trailer in that sandbank. At this point, Arn said his organization's principal concern is little man's apparent goal of taking off for Israel with his followers, many of whom have family members who want them away from the cult. Arn believes and former members verify that little man has sent people to Israel to scout out business opportunities and property. <laughs> He also has taught that followers must change their names to his, have their ears pierced with an awl, and obtain passports. 
Yep. My contention, my theory, Arne says, is that he may eventually try to leave, especially if he gets some IRS attention, take a group of people to Israel, and eventually make them indentured servants to run his businesses over there. Wouldn't surprise me a bit. Arne said local law enforcement can do little unless the situation becomes violent. The greatest pressure, he said, would have to come from the IRS. Yeah, um, there was an ex-member that... uh, told us if we that we should all write to the IRS and dear IRS and try and have their 503c revoked oh wouldn't that be a bitch um and then they wouldn't be a church anymore right. and then they could be touched and yeah that's that's pretty much the only way that I, I mean Al Capone got taken down with taxes right but yeah the uh if the IRS knew how much money they're missing they could out get, right. on. And I told you that when we moved there, the first thing that hit me, because I'm one of them people, you can tell me the smallest lie. And, and I can just feel something's off. Like, do you know what I mean? Like some gut feeling. Yeah. Intuition. But when that elder asked everybody to turn in their receipts from all year, so that... Their thing was, is everybody in that town hates us. Everybody in that town hates us because we're different. We're special. They don't understand. Okay? That's why they won't give us jobs. That's why they shun us when we're in public. No, dude. It's because we're wearing funky-ass clothes, head coverings, gloves in the grocery store. But that elder standing up on stage made it sound like they were writing letters to all of the businesses in this town. To, and, and they were going to include totals of how much their members spent, and they should respect us more. And it was a whole big... Man, that is one elaborate lie. Yeah, and I'm sitting Holy there... Holy hell. Well, I'm sitting there thinking, there isn't a single business. And me, I've owned multiple businesses. I couldn't give a shit less if you showed up at my business and handed me a letter and says... You should respect our organization more because we spent $2,000 with you last year. I would look at you and go, are you on something? (laughs) So the wheels in my head started turning about why the hell do they want all these receipts? And um, one of them things, and like I said, my mother-in-law did the books. And I thought about it and I, I asked her. And I don't even know when I did. I was over at her house for something. And um, she totally agreed with me that they paste them in the books. Laura, you bought $8,000 worth of groceries last year for your house and your daughter. And you saved all of those grocery receipts. Because, Laura, you think they're going to write a letter to Shop and Save and tell them you should respect Laura more. She spent... Look how much she spent. Laura spent $8,000 in your store and your your employees... How dare you be rude to her? Yes, and your employees give her funny looks and people disrespect her. Could you imagine the manager of that store would be like... (laughs) There was never any letters written. No, my mother-in-law took those just from you. That $8,000 worth of grocery receipts. And guess what? Now, $8,000 worth of cash has been freed up, and it... it right. So, oh. how, how much money in receipts did people turn in every year? You read an, Damn. Art, you read an article about when they got divorced. Him and Kay got divorced. Mm-hmm. And there was, what, $10,000 in $100 oh, bills? Right, yeah. And... The actual head of security that threatened me when I left about keeping my mouth shut, okay? Did we ever discuss that? No. Maybe briefly, but we need to go in depth there. Some other time. That's a story. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I was threatened when I left. Now my whole train of thought's off. What were we talking about? The receipts. Oh, the receipts. Yeah. I, I can just imagine how much money... They've been able to put into cash. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. The head of security. Okay. Um, they finally got him. But, yeah, he was in charge of, I guess, carrying the box of money. The b- big box of money. Of cash. Cash. Oh, damn. 
Um, he was he was considered little man's right hand man because wherever little man was, this this is this is where we'll we'll, we'll call him Robbie. <laughs> okay. All right. Just, all right. Robbie was there, and <laughs> Robbie was robbing little man. <laughs> you go, Robbie. Uh, yeah, and I guess little man found out. You know, Robbie was skimming on the cash. Oh, what happened to Robbie? Oh, Robbie's not with us anymore. I had a feeling. Yeah, uh, poor Robbie was so dedicated to that place. He spent, I don't even know how much he got paid or how much he was skimming, but he ate every meal of the feast there, every snack, bought, bought his drinks there. He was never left the feast grounds. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Guess who was the only person in that entire feast to end up with botulism? Oh, no. And guess who ended up in the hospital not expected to live? Oh, my God. Okay. Guess who left the hospital in the middle of the night and boarded a greyhound? Get out. Guess who never stayed in the same place more than one or two nights? Because the little man was looking for him. Oh, damn, Robbie. <laughs> yeah. And I think I did mention this. Uh, Robbie got robbed and got stabbed <gasps> by a stabby stick 23 times during the robbery. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I'm sure that was just a random robbery, right? As I'm winking, right? <laughs> I'm thinking maybe it was somebody who liked to stab people a lot, like a, a serial stabber. Because... If, you're, if I'm going to stab you, Laura, and rob you, I'm not going to stab you 23 times. No, that's like a personal vendetta. I'm thinking. You know what? Personal vendetta. Want to make sure you're fucking dead. It could be a lot. Sends a message out Ooh, to yeah. other people. But yeah, I was kind of sad to hear that he's no longer with us. Run, Robbie, run. That's how I used to think. <laughs> oh, you're killing me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is there more uh, to the article? There's just a little bit more. Yes. Um, let's see. Where did I leave off? Little man, he said, takes in his money from local rent property as well as from the sale of cult tapes, books, and cable programs. He also pushes a three-tier tithe system borrowed from Herbert W. Armstrong of the Worldwide Church of God. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Armstrong's tithe system, Arn said, started with 10% of a person's gross income. Yes. Members then saved 10% for expenses for attending the fall feast. Yes. With whatever was left after expenses given to the church. Ha ha. Then every third year, there would be another tithe for widows and orphans. That nobody ever saw. It sounds like a convenient, you know. And here's the shitty thing, okay? Laura, we're going to make the math real simple. You made $1,000 this week. It's a third tithe year. You because you made a thousand dollars on your gross. Mm -hmm. You owe a hundred and a hundred and a hundred. Son of a bitch! N now wait a minute. Your paycheck has taxes taken out. Of I was going to say this is oh, so man. out of that thousand dollars, we'll just go twenty five percent. Okay, you got seven hundred and fifty dollars in your actual hand. Well, now you have to give the cult three hundred. Unbelievable. That leaves you $450 out of the 1000 that you made last week. Damn. Yep. Damn. And I, not, I do not know of anybody that ever benefited from the third tithe. And there was a lot of people who could have used it, that needed it. Um, yeah, they... My friend... Um, we'll just call her Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Okay. She, uh, she was a widow. And she went to the elders, and she was asking for some help, and they told her that she was still capable of working. Oh, and so then... So there was no money in this tithe for her. She was not entitled to mm. it. Even though she was a widow, even though she was... It's the widow, the fatherless, and the elderly. Wow. Yeah, nobody benefited from that. But I can tell you, there were a few times, Laura, that the elders came out, and they were very apologetic Know why? Why? Because they did the third tithe wrong. Oh, no. Last year wasn't third tithe. It should have been this year. Oh, man. They're shysty little bastards. And guess what? Nobody got credit for what you paid last year in third tithe. 
That that was considered a free will offering. And you could afford it because obviously you paid all three. Oh my God. And let me tell you, third tithe year was a bitch to live through. I can, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Keep on keeping on. And third tithe year was so hard. It was really hard. And then to do it two years in a row. And for, he had just have, downright shitty. He had to have been like laughing at us. Oh, big time. He, look at them fools. Can you imagine when they're like, I know what we'll do. How about. We'll tell we them we made a mistake. And, and that good idea. Yeah. I, I just remember looking around because everybody is so relieved when third tide years is over. Oh, I bet. It's just like a burden off of your back. And I think they came out a week, two weeks after third tithe was over and said they made the mistake. We got to do it again, guys. Oh, shit. And just everybody's jaws just dropped. And like blood pressure goes up. I Ugh. bet you there were a few tears shed on that too because now you have to do it all over again and it was so hard to begin with. That's just shitty. Yeah. It's downright shitty. Yeah. Uh, I listened to last week's episode. Um, that one was a really hard one to write. And I left some stuff out. Okay. Okay. Like what? I'm sorry. When I think of last week's episode, all I can think of is the stethoscope. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, I meant to bring you one of my two stethoscopes. That way you can own one. <laughs> you know, just take a picture of it and post it. Okay. Why not? You should have done that last week. I should do a lot of things, but oh, here so we should sit, I. I you know? know. I know. Do you know how many pictures you should have posted? I, know. I should have posted. Throw me under the bus again. I'll throw you under the bus any chance I get. So <laughs> rather you than me. So what did you forget to say? Well, part of my planning on leaving. Um, you only get gifts during the feast. You don't celebrate your anniversary when you got married. You don't celebrate the day you joined the cult. Feasts, only thing you celebrate. Feasts, only time you get gifts. Okay? Well, you got to plot and plan when you're leaving a cult, for crying out loud. So, do you know what I asked for for my very last feast gift? What? I asked for my concealed carry license and a gun. And the reaction to that was? I got my concealed carry license and a gun. All right. Yeah. That's kind of like an odd request. Was there any kind of questioning as to like why? Yes, did you want it that? was an odd request. And he did look at me like <laughs> and and I guess I act well, who knows? But I I played it off as that, you know, we live out here in the country and it's just me and the kids and you don't come home but once a month, and I think I need to be able to defend us. Ooh, nice one. Yeah. Very that was a, nice. That was a good one. That's good. Yes. So, um, yeah, I got my concealed carry, and because, and, and, you know, when you're leaving a cult, you want to be able to shoot. I would think so. And I told you when the sheriff's department would show up, they would both ask, both right, up, right, right. Are either of you armed? <laughs> Not do you have guns. Well, do you know why Kenny got a gun? Because you did. Well, because he let the cult leader know that I duped him into getting protection for myself. And I wouldn't be a victim, an easy victim, okay? Ah. And, and you know what little man told Kenny? What? Go get a bigger gun. <clears throat> get a bigger gun. Nice. I, I guess bigger gun equals more muscle. I don't know. But during last week's story time... With the ass knobs in my door. <laughs> Story time. Um, that actually went to court. He got convicted of domestic violence. In which he's not allowed to own firearms. Oh. Yeah, that, see, that happened. That whole thing was, came about because of that night. But, but the bastard ended up with my Remington 30-06. He did now. He did. He did, he did. I want it back. I, I shot the rattlesnake with that. I I I I, I killed the rabbit skunk with it. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm just thinking. Do you have any good stories about that? Killing a rabbit skunk? Yeah. I, I I missed it the first time I shot at it, and it started running at me. Where did you run into the rabbit skunk? It it it. it I lived out in the middle of nowhere. It, it did it come into the house? No, it was getting into. It, it was it was in my cow pasture. 
I thought you were going to say in your couch. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, but, um, yeah, I got a black and white picture I came across the other day. I totally forgot about it. With My mom must have snapped it. Me coming back with holding, holding my Remington because I just killed the skunk. Uh. It's always fun to kill things. Well, not that way. <laughs> what? It, 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 things that have to die. Okay. Like rattlesnakes and rabid skunks. Come on. Okay. You got to agree with that one. I do. I got to agree. Yeah. I, I would have killed the rabid raccoon too, but I never did get a good shot at him. <laughs> that was up here though. And my, <laughs> my neighbor fed it poisoned peanut butter sandwiches and I guess it died. Aw. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, that last feast I got what I asked for. And I knew I wasn't going back onto those grounds at some point. So I took everything in the feast trailer that I wanted. Because our trailer was fully loaded. That You just kind of pull up with your, like you pack a bag. But, like, my grandmother's one pan was there that I still have. And that wasn't staying on the feast grounds. And there's really no reason to go to your feast trailer it, do you know what I mean? Right. So I packed up everything that I knew I wanted. Because we had pictures. It was just like a second house, you know? And said goodbye to the trailer. And now here's where things get interesting. Oh, that look on your face. <laughs> I, I, I told last week's story, but I, I neglected to mention that I plotted Kenny's death. What? I did. I plotted the man's death because he tortured me. He tortured me up until he could not torture me anymore is all I can tell you. Down to the fact of when my oldest son um, was too old for child support, he took me to court for child support for my seven, 16, almost 17-year-old son. Even though he had plenty of money. Yes. I paid 14 months of child support. That was the last thing he could do to me. And guess what? I paid every single month. And I bet he thought I wouldn't do it. And on the bottom of every single check, fuck you, Ken. I love you, son. <laughs> and I often wonder if the child support people looked at that. Every single check... Fuck you, Ken. Love you, son. With an exclamation point after each three little word thing. I wish I would have taken a picture of one of them. Oh, shit. But I did. Uh, that man tried to fuck with me up until the last day he possibly could. Because there's nothing he can do to me now. Nothing. Um, yeah, screw you, buddy. Um... I was so sick of him messing with me when I lived in that state. And... Stupid shit. He would ask my kids, does mommy have plans this weekend? Well, if I had plans, he wouldn't pick them up. And it would crush my kids because they don't, they want to spend time with daddy. Right. And it just screwed up stuff. So I had had enough. I decided Ken needed to die. Okay. Well, damn. And he gave me the firearm to do it. I'm licensed to have it. So... I forget. I He wanted the kids for something, which normally I would have said, screw you, no. Screw you, it's not your visitation. But of course I said, sure. I'll be home at such and such a time and you can come and get them. And my plan was to have the kids at the neighbor's house. Mm -hmm. And I was going to leave my door open and just the screen door locked. Then I was going to be waiting in my room, and I know the man, and I, I, I know he would bust through that little rickety screen door, right? Into my house. Right. I have every right to shoot you, motherfucker. Yep. Plotted your death, Ken. The universe said it's not to be. Well, damn. Yeah. I. That's the first time you told been, me that. I would have been so justified because of all of the times the sheriff's department had been out where we lived out in the country. Mm -hmm. And I'd have been so justified. I mean, we played tug of war with a kid in the yard one time and the neighbors called the cops. Oh God. So yeah, I'd have been so justified to shoot him. 
Was it meant to be? No, he showed up five minutes too early and I couldn't do it in front of my kids. That would have just been too traumatizing for them. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And on a on a slight other note, remember I told you that the officer was asking me about the hemp cooking seeds? Yes. It was one of those, in retrospect, I should have said something like, I don't know what you're talking about. Those are his. He's the marijuana smoker, not me. <laughs> but he would have shit his pants. I'm guessing, but yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, just a couple little tidbits there that I forgot to throw in. Oh, you forgot to throw in that you plotted his death. Yeah. That, I, little, that's a little tidbit. I like how you <laughs> call it a little tidbit. I did. I plotted his death. And, I mean, here we sit. I mean, everything had to happen a certain way for us to actually be sitting here. Right. Right. Yeah. And the universe said, no, Ken doesn't need to die. So he didn't die. And he went on to have however many kids with Jennifer. So these little, these little beings are there because I didn't kill him. And however many wives and other children he has. Ugh. I'm not privy to that information. Okay. And my youngest son, who lives down there, um, he doesn't talk to his dad about me. And I don't talk to him about his dad. Um, I don't talk to him very often at all. I miss him. I miss Aww. him horribly. But from what I understand, he's doing good. I don't. I think the last time I spoke with him was back in maybe January. I'm not sure. So. It's not like it used to be where years go by. So. Well, it's good, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it's life. It's life, it's life. Small tidbit. Small tidbit. Oh, did I tell you this little tiny thing? I forgot. I, I was plotting his death. <laughs> little tidbit. Yeah, I often think of that story and think, boom, 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 boom. Because one in the chamber. I could put have one in the chamber, six in the... Six in the clip. <laughs> Got any questions? <laughs> no. We're, we're nearing the end. Oh, God. Um, Any other little tidbit you forgot? That That's the stuff that I forgot that was from escaping. That oh I asked God. for my last feast gift, and then I almost used that feast gift. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was going to end my misery. That's all I could think of was, I am, even though I'm divorced, even though I don't live on that property anymore, that man would try and make me as miserable as he could. It's, oh, and he did for a while. It's like living in a house that... There's a couple hundred Legos scattered in the rooms, and you have to go barefoot. And most of the time, you're good, but every so often, you step on a Lego, and it's like, yeah. Damn, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody out there who hasn't perused their official page, um, would you like a, like a quote from Little Man from January 12th of 19? Sure, why not? Churches, they have no truth. <laughs> That's it. They have no truth. They, they, they have Because no little man, he's all about the truth. I, I don't know. And it must be out of some new book or something because it's like God 6, Overseer Little Man. Oh, oh, a new book that he put out. I'm guessing. Um, look, look, they have their new calendar out. Okay. You can download it for free. Oh. Look, and it's all rainbows and butterfly looking. All you need is a damn unicorn. That's... Know what I'm saying? Like, well, literally, that's all you need. The unicorns forgot what day the ark was leaving. That's right. So did the dinosaurs. They were all playing poker the night before. All you need is a little unicorn there. <laughs> this family is striving every day to take on God's attributes. How nice. Be like Jesus. He's like God. Okay. Okay. Pastor's bread sacks. <laughs> I'm sorry. That just cracks me up every time. I want to know how much money this guy makes off of these books because I don't even know what number book they're on. But this is the 14th book of Little Man. Oh, Lord. He who rules as God with the great white buffalo on the front. Yeah. And you know what the title of this one is? Hmm. Never Sin Again. Part one. Oh, geez. How many parts do you think there are? I'm sure he's just rolling with them. More books, more money. Okay. Um, I'm going to read you some dribble. Okay. 
Oh, the look on your face. Okay. Be, because we were taught that it was going to go God, Jesus, little man, elders, deacons, the common folk that are in the cult. Okay. okay. But he was telling us that heaven is not going to be here on earth. Okay. Okay. And that we are going to go out into the universe and teach all of the other beings and aliens and other planets about God's perfect laws and how to live by them. What if they already knew about them? I don't know. What if they all had a little man on their planets? I don't know. But all I kept thinking was, you know, we're going to teach the aliens the about God? I... You're going to be teaching the Martians. But not only that, I remember him saying, we were all going to be given our own planet. <laughs> okay? That's a hell of a lot of planets. Well, you know, according to Little Man, there's, there's billions of worlds out there. And some of these worlds out there, the beings worship God, and the other ones worship Satan. And some of them don't know anything, so we're going to go out as the teachers. All righty. And can... Can you imagine some, an alien coming here and trying to tell you about their god, Laura? Right. Exactly. And how you have to live on this planet in order to get to heaven? Oh, my gosh. It's ludicrous, right? Okay. This is from the 14th book of Little Man, part one, chapter one, verse 51. All right. Now, remember, they don't know what verses are. And oh, punctuation. This is one big run-on sentence. And, and commas. Okay, okay, take a deep breath. <laughs> Okay, now, what if that planet, that's 11 times bigger than Jupiter. I think that would be a hundred and something times bigger than the Earth. What if that was made for you? <laughs> we got to stop here for a minute. Okay. He's talking about a planet <laughs> that's 11 times bigger than Jupiter. Right. Okay. And he thinks it's. I think that would be a hundred and something times bigger than it. How does he not know this? Did he not research this? It's No, why would he research? <laughs> what if this planet was made for you? Praise God! And there's a bunch of applause. Because they got to put the applause in here. Oh, because that's right. Everyone's applauding. Yeah, yeah. If you read the prophecies you would see that the earth is going to be pretty much devastated. And if God wanted to, of course, he could put you on any planets but those planets. Yeah, it doesn't what? make sense. I I'd say are all occupied. But this one being far out in one direction, and he could build one here next door if he wanted to. God's going to build us a planet, Laura, right next door to this one. All right. D didn't you hear that? If he wanted to, but what if that was made to transport you up until we get the earth cleaned up? What? Apparently, we're all going to be given our own planets to live on. Okay. Aliens to teach how, how to live according to little man and God's laws. And you're going to clean up the earth. And we're going to make road trips back to the earth to make it back into a paradise. Alrighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm... The ones we resurrect and take with us will be undefiled. You're just looking at me with this look on your face. I don't know what to do. I don't even have a comment for that. It doesn't even really make sense. No. I, I, and if you would read it, maybe I'll take it and do a screenshot. Um, I don't And know. I'm sure it was all one sentence. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I always ask people about... Um, why they left. And my one friend, she, she wanted to become a nurse. And they told her that her, she was filling her children with demons. By going to nursing school? Yeah, because she had to take them to a daycare or a babysitter. <gasps> oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she said that her children were one of the great reasons for her leaving. She says, I was not about to let my daughter think she was less because she did not have a penis. Nor was I about to let my son think he was more entitled because he had one. Nice. Uh, love you, girl. Yep. You know what? I'll read this one next time.
Okay. Because, you know, Moses may have not known what a firecracker was, but he knew something about the devastating effects of a nuclear bomb. What? He described it perfectly in the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy. Oh, good Lord. If you guys want to look that up, it's a long read. Oh. Anyway. Oh, my God. um, Look at this group of people. They're all survivors and descendants. (gasps) Holy cow, that's a bunch of people. Yes. Wow. I love looking at you guys' pictures, man. I, I, I really do. I think we're out of time. Oh, shit. Yeah, we are. How does it go so fast? I don't know. I, I didn't even have a topic today. <laughs> Topicless. Topicless. Topicless? It's a word now. I guess so. Well, I guess anything I didn't get to today, we can do for next week. Oh, and by the way, guys out there, um, the schedule's really tight this week. Uh, Laura's going away this weekend. We're shooting for for, for Friday. Friday. So you're going to drop it on Friday? You know what? I might do that because I'm going to be out of town all weekend. So uh, Yeah, I had a couple people really sub- that, that got a hold of me and were like, oh my God, you dropped it early. You dropped it early. And really? They, yeah, they loved oh, it. Oh, wow. It's not like... Well, sick- then maybe we'll drop this early too. Hell yeah. And it's not like we edit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a loose term there. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> we took out one word last week. One word. <laughs> and I listened to it and you couldn't even tell. It was like, moving on. We just had that moving on. Just moving on. And what's funny is half of the time it sounds like we did bad editing to our episodes and we didn't touch it. <laughs> just trip over your talk. Oh, Redo shit. Anyway, guys, send us your questions, comments, yuck up memes, whatever. Yuck up. Oh, and somebody sent me something that says, why does everybody that's named Deborah, why do they call you Deb, not bruh? That's your new name from now, Ruh. Bruh? Bruh. 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 B-R-U-H. Bruh. Hey, bruh. But mine's Briar. Okay. I like bruh better. It's Deb Briar, not Deb Bruh. Anyway. <laughs> We're getting close <laughs> to the 110 mark and you're going to yell at me. That's like, I think this is our longest episode. And it's white. It didn't even record. Ha, I made you look. <laughs> oh, you suck. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been fun, but we're done. I got to go to work. Yep. So it's been Deb. And Laura. And another episode of I Got the Hell Out. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Probably on a Friday. Bye.